welcome to the Caribbean Astrologer Podcast. I am Nai, the Caribbean Astrologer. And in this podcast, I'm going to have a little chit-chat. I want to talk about the dream that I had. It's quite interesting. But first, for the chit-chat. First thing I want to talk about is there are banks coming up. Well, there are banks advertising that um, they have debit and credit card recycling. They're going to replace the cards that we do have for different cards. That will be based off of cryptocurrency. Now we have these people, you know, saying cryptocurrency is a sham. Only poor people and minorities are into it. But the public knows that's not true. The majority anyway. Well, those who are in cryptocurrency knows that's not true. Because we know that there are celebrities and politicians and lobbyists and all sorts of people who are who have invested into cryptocurrency. So be on the lookout for that. I know MasterCard, Visa, and American Express had um, partnered up with certain cryptocurrencies, which you can always Google it to see. I know Bitcoin is definitely one of them. So that is that part. And part of my voice, I still feel a bit tired. Listen, I had got myself, you know, in the hotel rooms, they have blackout curtains. That's what they're called, blackout curtains. And so I said, you know, I'm going to get myself some of these curtains for the winter. (laughs) And they're supposed to have a, a thermal backing which helps block cold air. So not only am I blocking cold air, thus keeping the hot air in, I'm also uh, blocking the light, the sun. (laughs) Honey, I put them bad boys up. Had a nice shower. I turned down, I turned on my sock my Himalayan salt rock lamp, turned on my um, electric blanket on low, put it on top of my comforter, and snuggled up in the bed with my nice cozy pillows. And baby, let me tell you how I slept, honey. (laughs) That sleep was so good when I woke up, my mouth was open, and I was like, oh, (laughs) Then I kept looking around like, well, what time is it? So I still have an old school clock. So I look at the clock and I see the time. But then the dawn on me, the son of a gun don't have a.m. or p.m. on it. So I don't know what freaking time it is. <laughs> so I get up and I say, OK, the living room is off of my bedroom. If I open the curtains from there, I'll see the sunlight and I'll know it's a day. 
So that's what I did. I got back into my bed and went back to sleep. And when I opened up my eyes, I saw the light from the living room and I said, okay, it's day. <laughs> Those curtains are no joke, let me tell you. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm-mm. You're going to get some good sleep. And I'm going to do the same thing again tonight. But only I'm going to turn on some type of soft, smooth jazz or something like that. I'm going to find something. Yeah. Pardon me, I know I got my water. And I'm going to see how that, how that sleep go. My God. When I woke up, I was just thinking, thank you, God. I love you, God. Oh, God, I love you. I feel so happy. That was some good sleep. <laughs> so back to the news, and we're going to get into some tea. Um, I read an article saying that AI was going to replace police officers with robotic police officers. Coming to a street near you. Ciao. I think it'll be good because of, you know, the obvious. But I'm also curious to see exactly how agile that robot will be with a human being. Somebody gonna kick it over. Somebody gonna drop kick it. Somebody going to drop, kick it, and run. (laughs) We'll find out, though, because there have been movies where they was pretty freaking agile and smart. You got to think. We have chat, uh, GT or GPT, whatever it's called. We've had Google all these years, and billions of people have been inputting their thought into Google. And Google hasn't been doing anything but gathering our human data. So we will see. We'll see exactly the extent of how this AI is going to go. I've seen AI pets that people have in their home. An AI cat and an AI dog. I had, had not seen an AI bird yet, but I expect to see it. (coughs) I did hear that, what was it, China? Hold on. I think it was China that had artificial pigeons that was really spy cams and flew them into the United States to spy. You could Google that and you'll find the article. Mm-hmm. So for uh, an AI pet bird in somebody's home, that won't be far-fetched. But then I wonder, will, will animals go extinct? There was that movie, Confessions of a Time Traveler, 2040 or something like that. I did tell you guys about it. And the man came, he said he came from uh, the future. And they didn't have animals. And the ones that survived was in a zoo. They was trying to keep them alive. 
that he talked about chips being implanted in people's hands. And he showed the chip that was in his hand. And he said, um, if you didn't have any food, you was able to walk into a supermarket and like get fruits and vegetables for free. You didn't have to pay for it. I'm going to find that thing again. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm going to look at it again because he told a lot of things that are actually coming to fruition. But the point of it is, most of us know that movies and documentaries tell us what's getting ready to happen. Videos also, music videos also do the same. There was one, I don't know what the guy's name is. have no idea. He's a rapper. And in his video, he's showing a ledger. And he's showing on the ledger how much money he had in cryptocurrency. And he had a couple of tokens on his ledger. And I was trying to figure out the symbols on the ledger. But yeah, that was there. Then somebody else, they was watching TV. And they you know how they have the little commercials or infomercials, whatever they're called nowadays. Um, and it was talking about being prepared. And it said have at least three days worth of food on hand at home. Um, get Talk to your doctor if you take any medications to see if you could get extra supplies. Um, have a backpack with things you'll need inside of it. I saved the video. I don't remember what all they said have inside of that backpack. But at the same time, if you want to know, you can always go on YouTube to somebody that's preparing, you know, for the uh, uh, apocalypse or end of time or something like that. Because they'll tell you what's in their backpacks. And by the end of this commercial, I saw a ledger. I said, no. I rewinded the video just a little bit and I saw it again. I said, no. Because why would you be telling people to be to be prepared for, you know, an event and then put a ledger at the end of the commercial? So I took a screenshot of it. And I looked at it and I said, my gosh, that's a ledger. That tells you that the money that we're using now currently in the United States eventually it won't be worth anything and we're going to need cryptocurrency in order to buy and purchase goods and products we're going to need it this Uranus in Gemini happens in 2025 and that's when AI will be more prominent AI Electric cars, cryptocurrency, all of that, it'll be more prominent. And we'll really see how the things that um, people have been talking about is true. The things that astrologers have been talking about is true. The things that Christians have said God told them or they saw it in a dream is true. 2025 is going to show us everything we need to see.
what crypto and it makes me think like what cryptocurrency should we start getting and holding on to because of course there's going to be certain cryptocurrencies that is going to be so high that the even middle class won't be able to afford it and i think that after this economic collapse whether they say recession or depression I don't think there'll be any more middle class. You either gonna be the haves or you're gonna be the have-nots. We got smart cities coming up and they're claiming that it's to make things more convenient. They're leaving out another part of the sentence. It's to make things more convenient for poor people, to keep poor people in a certain area so they can be watched. It's to keep wealthy people in a certain area separated from poor people. And even they are going to be watched. That's the part that they're leaving out. They've already started putting up. And we should be a good 30 years into it that I know about. They have already started putting cameras up in like major streets. And in certain neighborhoods in the light fixtures. In some cities, they have blue lights in neighborhoods at nighttime. Not regular lights, but blue lighting. Now, why would they need a fluorescent light? Do you think that it has something to do with the jab, which I call the inoculation? Do you think that this fluorescent light or this neon light will be able to see through skin like an x-ray to see who was inoculated and who wasn't? Why would they need to gather that type of information? The real question is what do they have planned? Because it's going to be executed at some point in time. The people are going to have to stand together and more people are going to have to say, listen, um, what's this man's name? John F. Kennedy Jr. He wrote a book and not only did he write the book, he put it on audio. We're going to have to get together and listen to what he said because he told some truths. That was a hard pill to swallow. It really was. So if you got Amazon Prime and you're listening to this, you can get, you can what they call borrow. Well, the last I knew, you can borrow one book or one audio book per month for free. You just have to make sure you log into your laptop or your iPad and return it because if you don't, you'll get charged for it. I am going to download that audio book for free and I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to sit and listen. We're all going to have to come together regardless of our uh, gender, ethnicity, spiritual practice, age. We're going to have to come together. We're going to have to. Even if one 
group don't like another group, it's still going to have to come together. And this is what's written in the Bible. God said that his word is for the Jews and the Gentiles, which means everybody. One thing that God wants humans to do is to come together and help each other. And we're going to need to. We're going to need the prophets. We're going to need the psychics. We're going to need the Muslims. We're going to need the Christians. We're going to need the witches. We're going to need the voodoo priests and priestesses. Everybody with everything. We're even going to need the atheists to get in on it. The monks. Everybody. We're going to have to come together. And those who have to be left behind or just be left left behind saying, oh, I wish I would have. And shoulda, coulda, woulda would be too late. So that's that with all of that, honey. Mm-hmm. Banks are changing. There'll be no more bank tellers. You'll be walking into a banking center. That's what they're calling it now. No bank tellers, no supervisor, no nothing. You'll be talking to AI. Remember, Google had already gathered everybody's information. They've been practicing for the longest time and gathering information for the longest time. And if the AI can't help, we'll get an 800 number where we could call and speak to another AI that might transfer us over to a human who's working from home. When I called um, that OTC that I was telling you guys about for my aunt, these people were working from home and they, they had different accents. One person sounded like she was Chinese. The other person sounded like they was Indian. The other person sounded Hispanic. And, and was try- and just learned English. Then there was a person that spoke English clear as day. These people are working from home. So if you want to be in a work field, I would suggest that you look for a job where you're working from home. Berkshire Hathaway. We know who's that Warren Buffett, right? He owns Berkshire Hathaway. And he had put, oh my gosh, a couple of billion dollars into an overseas bank. I said no, but in their stocks, let me rephrase that. Warren Buffett used his his LLC, S-Corp, Berkshire Hathaway, to invest in stocks of a bank that is overseas. And I thought, why would he do that? He also, him and BlackRock, invested in stocks of Chase Bank. 
Why are they buying the stocks of a bank? Hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. Why would they do that? So here I go being nosy, start Googling away, and I found a pattern. Remember when I told y'all J.P. Morgan had, and a couple other banks, had recently been approved of a patent for cryptocurrency, and they're creating their own ledger? So J.P. Morgan and PNC are going to have their own ledgers, like J.P. Chase Morgan Ledger, um, PNC Cold Wallet, which is Ledger. So when we have the economic collapse, because of the money of billionaires, these banks will make it through. They're already setting up in preparation to withstand what's getting ready to come. We've got celebrities selling their catalogs to their music. Millions and millions of dollars because they're in preparation of what is to come. We've got celebrities even purchasing ledgers or cold storage wallets and putting cryptocurrency on it. So Berkshire Hathaway invested in the stocks of an overseas bank. And the bank overseas has a patent for cryptocurrency. They're putting their money into banks that are partnering with certain crypto currencies. They're saving the banks, but the banks is going to make them some money because we as consumers who are invested in cryptocurrency are going to want to keep our cryptocurrency. And the banks are going to say, you can hold your cryptocurrency here. And there's no money in the bank as we know. We've seen the videos, or at least I've seen the videos, where people have been going to the bank and saying, listen, I want to withdraw $10,000. And the bank is like, we don't have uh, $10,000 here. Banks have been closing down and sending people fake checks. This one lady said, she had 30000 or 35000 in her bank account, and they sent her a check, and she couldn't cash it. It was fake. They're keeping people's cash, but where is the cash going? There's something that I remembered I learned when I was in college is that the United States actually burns money. They set the shit on fire because they don't want too much of it in circulation. So I'm thinking that the reason why there's not as much money in these banks is because they're taking it out of circulation and setting it on fire. So there's no cash, then what do we use to buy products, goods, and services? Cryptocurrency. 
The wealthiest of the wealthy do not directly buy cryptocurrency. They purchase the entity that houses cryptocurrency. Just giving you a bit of food for thought. Something for you to think about. This is going to be a shit show, y'all. And I'm, I keep thinking, how is this going to look when what I see in the natal chart comes to pass? How is this going to look? Because this is going to be a whole shit show y'all a whole shit show they're talking about cutting off people's Medicare they're talking Janet Yellen is talking about cutting people's social security checks and food stamps and I'm thinking to myself there's truly disabled people like amputees that get social security and food stamps like they need it. And you want to put them in a worse position than what... There's some people that were born disabled and they can't work. They, they can't. Mentally, they cannot work. And they have these subsidies to help them. There's elderly people, like not everybody is middle class, not everybody is rich, not everybody is wealthy. And they get these subsidies to help them. Unreal. Unreal. I don't know, y'all. I... I, I've been mulling over in my mind, just going over canned can goods. <clears throat> Excuse me, things that I can put together and make a meal out of, like non-perishables, not even freezer things. Things I could put in the freezer because I've learned that after a year, the stuff will get frostbite, which will make it no good. So I'm thinking about, okay, I could get tuna fish in a can. I could get chicken in a can. I could get crab meat in a can, sardines in a can. I haven't eaten sardines in a year, but I will. Then we have the Vienna sausages, them things. I don't know if I could tolerate them. The smell makes me want to regurgitate. I'm thinking about what the hell I could do to it. But if I can't do it, baby, I can't do it. I'm thinking about um, sloppy Joe in the can. I'm just going over things in my mind. Pasta is always good. They have mashed potatoes in a bag and in a box. Corned beef hash works. We know we could get fruits and vegetables that come in a can. But that's what I'm going over in my mind. So I've actually been 
going through my pantry closet and seeing what's old because I've started stockpiling in 2020. We're in 2023 now. So I'm like putting things into rotation, bringing things to the front, seeing what I got to replace. And what meals am I going to make? I tried doing um, vegetables to freeze them and put them in freezer bags. Those got frostbite. I tried cutting them up and slicing and dicing. And when I went and looked at it, it had frostbite. So I have to do some things in a can. I have to put some money aside, try to keep up with the transiting chart. Uh, if you want to know about crops and food and you're you all right with astrology, create America's natal chart and pay attention to the moon because the moon symbolizes food. And the astrology sign cancer also symbolizes food. Venus also symbolizes food. Taurus symbolizes food. If you see two or more hard aspects to Venus, Taurus, cancer, the moon, Progress the chart and see how long those three hard aspects are going to last. And that's going to tell you, you need to to go ahead and really vamp up your stockpile at home. I got in my mind 90 days. I've got 90 days in my mind to make yourself some milk. Let's say you drink regular milk or maybe you drink the almond milk. You're going to have to substitute that if you can't get it in the store. So what you can get is some um, evaporated milk. That comes in a can and it lasts a while. Use one can of that, two parts of water, meaning fill that can up with water twice and you've got yourself some milk. They have Parmalat. And I believe you can keep, that has a shelf life up until you open it. I got one in my food pantry closet. I think I'm going to pick up some more of that Parmalat. Look into that one as well. Okay. So at least you'll have that when you want to, you know, make something to eat. Or you got small kids at home, you got cereal. You may have to change the cereal for your kids instead of buying, you know, that box for, you know, $11. You may have to go for the bag. That's $4. Put that in the closet. You get one bag every time you go to the supermarket and put it up in the closet. You'll thank yourself later. You'll thank yourself. Instead of buying those expensive snacks and stuff like that, chips and cookies or whatever, you might want to make your way to Family Dollar, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, um, any place like that. And, and listen, the generic ones aren't so bad. I bought some butter cookies from out of Family Dollar, and they was lit, if you ask me. <laughs> they was lit. 
So some of them generics is all right. You may need to put that up in your closet too for the kids. What I used to do for my son is take the stuff and hide it up under my bed. He never figured out to look up under my bed. That's what I would do. Christmas presents and all. If it could fit up under my bed, that's where it went. And behind the bedroom door, because they don't look there either. Whether they're a child or a teenager, they don't look behind the bedroom door. (laughs) But that's all I've got in my mind. I've been still looking into... And I was thinking about this. What's the difference between Presbyterian, uh, vegan, and plant-based? Because all of them, you don't use any meat. No beef, no pork, no fish. They're all the same thing. But I've been looking into that a lot more lately to see what type of meals that I could make that don't involve meat. And um, I actually did something last night. It was a whole concoction, y'all. But when I tell you it was lit, it was my concoction was lit. I'm going to tell you what I did. I had a sweet potato. And I cut that up into cubes, put it in a pot with a little oil, a little water, a little salt, and covered it and made it soft. Then I had um, Simply Pasta. It come in a box, but you just boil the pasta and have a seasoning in it. And so I made that, and I had some corn. I put that in the pot. And what else I had, y'all? I'm missing something. It was the corn, the sweet potato, the simply pasta. I have four pots going. What the hell am I missing? Spinach. Spinach. Listen, it was a concoction. I put the pasta in the bowl first. Now, you know when you go into the supermarket, you find that French dip where you dip your vegetables in or maybe your tortillas or potato chips, whatever. The dip, I got one of them, and I spread that on top of the pasta. Then I put the um, sweet potatoes Then I added the corn and then the spinach. Listen. It sound crazy as hell, but there was no meat. No meat. It sound crazy as hell. But that dip that I spread on top of the pasta, once I put the pasta in the bowl, that had the bowl lit. It was lit. (laughs) a whole concoction you could try it if you want to or you could just get you some boneless chicken and cook that on up and then toss that in your bowl like a fajita bowl and layer everything with that dip You could use shrimp if that's what you want to do. Just like a fajita bowl, just layer everything. 
y'all, as crazy as that shit sounds, who would think to put together dipping sweet potato? But listen, I sat there and was tearing that bowl up. And I was looking at love after lockup. That was that was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. With Derek and Monique. Then the other two. Oh man. If the girl might be pregnant, the other girl said a man put his hands on her and it was domestic violence and he was back in jail. She looked like she wanted to cry. You know, and the whole through that whole situation, I don't condone violence. I do say defend yourself if you have to. Try to get out of the situation if you can. If you see it coming, get out of it. I don't condone any violence at all. I do I do approve of defending yourself. Uh but through the whole situation I was saying to myself, it she just kept saying over and over again, be faithful. Don't cheat. Be faithful. Don't cheat. And he was doing everything else anyway. And she still knowing that he was cheating. She still married him. She still held him down. Whatever she was doing, taking care of him, whatever he needed. She made sure it was taken care of. And he could not stop cheating. It's not that he couldn't stop. He didn't want to. And even though he married her, he married her. Because of convenience. Do I think he loved her? I think he cared for her. But I don't think that he loved her. Because when you are in love with someone, you are emotionally attached to that person. And when you're emotionally attached to someone, you do not cheat. You don't. You don't see other people. You know that people exist, but you don't see other people. There's no room in your heart to cheat when you are emotionally attached to someone else. He was not emotionally attached to her. He married her for convenience. But this is going to be one of these guys that say, oh, ain't no good woman in the world, blah, 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 blah. But you had one and you fumbled. You just didn't want her. You was just there for convenience. Your situation. Ciao. Interesting show as I ate my concoction. And then I got good and had my family dollar butter cookies. Them things was good too. Then after that, I looked at a little more TV and I got my bed, honey. I got my bed. So that's that. The last T, and then I'm going to tell y'all about my dream, and I'm going to give you the interpretation of my dream. So I'm scrolling through TikTok, and they're talking about this man named Uncle, Uncle Don, Uncle Doc, something like that. But anyway, he had, he allegedly, he owned his own business that was a multi-million dollar business. And he was a security guard for celebrities. And part of the and some of the celebrities that he was a security guard for was Beyonce, Jay-Z. Um he named a couple of other people. Uh Diddy. And he said that he him and a couple of other people had witnessed Diddy having sex with men. And I remembered Wendy Williams came out a long time ago. 
and said that Diddy was bisexual. And she said that he was meaner than a junkyard dog and how he talked bad about people that worked for him. Well, how he treated the people badly that worked for him. Then he created that group. I just remember Danity came. I forgot that group, but it was a show. And after the show, all of them came out and talked about how Diddy treated them like they was the scum of the earth. So this man, uncle, whatever, I don't think that he was lying. It's been too many people saying the same thing. And look how many years it's been. Wendy Williams was a radio talk show host how many years ago? How many decades ago? I don't think the uncle guy is lying. So then he talked about how Blue Ivy is not Jay-Z's son. Jay-Z knows. Showed a picture of the real father. or Well, allegedly the real father of Blue Ivy. And said that Blue Ivy knew who her family was and her role in the family. And how she knows what's going on. And I'm saying. What? Then he was saying that it's not about money. They got something that belongs to him and he wanted back. And it more than likely has something to do with royalties that could feed his family long after he's gone. So he had went live on YouTube and was telling some things. And apparently I'm late for that live because it had been taken down. And he said he got six lawyers and there's certain things that he can't say. And if anything happens to him, the lawyers already know what to do. So he's been talking about child sex trafficking and whatever else it was that he was talking about. The correspondents was corresponding, honey, um, because when I went on his TikTok profile, none of the things was there, but the correspondents was doing Whatever, they were screen records, downloading the, the video, stitching. And they was able to play what he had taken down. Then I went on his YouTube channel and there was nothing there. And you know how you go through the carousel on YouTube when you go into a person's um, YouTube channel. And in the carousel, it'll say live videos. You know that button is not there. That tab for all the live videos is not there. It's on everybody else's YouTube channel, but not his. It's like it was scrubbed clean. But the correspondents was corresponding and they had clips. Ciao. This ain't the first time something like this had come up. Then they talked about um, Kerry Washington, Kerry Wilson. Kerry Wilson had came out years ago and said um, Beyonce ended her career somehow, some way, because she said something about Beyonce, but she never, I don't remember hearing what it was that she said about Beyonce. And from as far as I can remember, Beyonce never had a rebuttal to it. But everybody in the music industry knew that what this Carrie woman was saying was true. 
why uncle came out and did what he did according to him it's not about money they have something that belongs to him and he wants it back this ain't the first time i'm hearing about this family it's not the first the things that i've been hearing the things that i've been seeing i was looking at something on tv like extra one of them shows like that access hollywood something like that and they showed a picture of beyonce wearing her yellow dress and that the crown that was on her head and i just thought oshan the deity oshan the deity One more thing, and then I'm going to talk about my dream. So there was a stitch with this guy saying that he doesn't have thoughts. It's completely quiet in his mind. And he don't understand people that hear voices in their head. That was a little bit of shade. He was being shady. He was. But he was saying he don't understand people that have voices in their head. So the correspondents and myself as a correspondent was trying to figure out. So if he don't have any thoughts, what the hell is happening in his mind? Nothing at all. So I went to his profile and he did another video and he said, when I read something, I read the words and I understand it. But I don't hear voices in my head. I don't understand how y'all have voices in your head. Who are these voices and what are the voices saying? Because I don't have that. And y'all, I've been a nurse for a very long time. Never, ever have I encountered anyone that don't have thoughts. I'm trying to figure out how the hell is it quiet in his mind all the time in all his life. Because I got a thought all the damn time, honey. I don't overthink, but I do have thoughts all the damn time. When I'm reading something, it's my own thoughts. When I'm thinking, those are my thoughts. I hear my thoughts in my mind. When I'm thinking about what I want to say, I hear my thoughts. How does a human being not hear their own thoughts? That's weird to me. So I went to the correspondents to see what they were saying, and they said all sorts of things. Like, I could tell the ones who was... Uh, spiritually gifted versus those whom, and this surprised me too, there was people who were not spiritually gifted. That was surprising. I didn't think that it was possible for anybody to not be spiritually inclined. I thought that some people would be more gifted than others 
or they may have a spiritual gift that someone else don't have, but to have none at all, like the guy that don't have any thoughts at all, that was new for me. So I said, I made a com a comment and I said, the overthinkers would love to know how you don't have any thoughts at all. How is your mind quiet? Because that's a real superpower. That video on its own went viral. The comment section went viral. So I scrolled through his page and I'm looking at different videos and there was one in particular where it looked like, it, I, and I can see it in his face that it looked like he really don't have thoughts. How do you think without thoughts? Then he was sitting there in another video meditating and talking about his meditation and his day. And, and I'm saying to myself, how do you meditate with no thoughts? So, y'all, I got to go down a rabbit hole because I'm very intrigued. I got to see some scientists talk about something. I, I, I'm going to need my ancestors to come through and tell me how. What human being doesn't have thoughts? How do you think decisions through without thoughts? How can you not hear your thoughts in your mind? How? I got to find out. I, I got to be nosy and I got to find out. I'm, I'm really intrigued. How is any human being born without thoughts and thinking and words in their mind? I remember I asked my friend, she speaks Spanish and English. And I said to her, when you think, do you think in Spanish or English? And she said, mostly in Spanish, but once in a while, I think in English, but it's mostly Spanish. So, oh, I was curious. Hmm. I was curious. When you speak multiple languages, what language are your thoughts in? Maybe it would be your native tongue. Like if you grew up speaking Vietnamese, but then you learned seven other languages, your thoughts would mostly be in Vietnamese. But there's a thought, there's something happening in, in the brain. There's words happening in the brain. How can he read something 
and t- what? Now I'm going to tell y'all about the dream that I had. But before I do that, <laughs> when Unk, well, when I got the memo what Unk had been doing on TikTok and YouTube, I decided to go check the chart. And I did say in my podcast, Mercury conjunct Pluto. That when the sun transits, the one thing it's going to do is highlight something. It's going to highlight things. So I looked at the chart, and the sun was conjunct um, Mercury and Pluto. And then it's squaring Uranus, which is in Taurus, at the exact same degree. And I said, see? See what I'm saying? The one thing that sun going to do is highlight some things or something. And being that the sun is squaring, as long as, as the sun is in um, Aquarius... It's going to square Uranus. So when things come out to be exposed, the sun shines some light. Things that's done in a dark comes to light. It's an ending. And it's going to happen all of a sudden. Because the truth, when people find out the truth and they see that the other person is really a janky ass person, they're cut off. And there's no going back. There's no going back. And when a janky person experiences it, it's going to be like, oh, my God, that came from out of nowhere. It was just suddenly. That's how Uranus is. It's suddenly. Ciao. Any type of fraudulent, fraudulent, Janky, grimy, foul, secret, you know. I said it was coming out. Talking. That's that mercury. Talking. Communication. And it's no coincidence that I came across that stitch with that guy that don't have no thoughts at all. That's mercury. Thoughts. Thinking. The way you communicate. Oh, I wish I had his natal chart. Because I got to see. Like, how? (laughs) How, Sway? How? Excuse me. It's a matter of time with them. Jay-Z, Beyonce, and P. Diddy. It's a matter of time. The people, I think what happens is, this is my own personal opinion, and it doesn't matter if it's a celebrity or it's not a celebrity, if it's a politician, if it's a family member or a neighbor, it doesn't matter. When you have people 
that know you did something and they're covering it up for somebody else. They keep it covered up because if it's uncovered, what they've done will get exposed as well. And they know what they did was wrong. As we learn from narcissistic people, they know what the right decision is. They know better to do better, but they still choose to make the wrong decision. They say they can't help it because it's too easy. No, your ass just don't have any sympathy and compassion. You're missing that element. Can I tell you what? Saturn in a few short weeks is going to be in Pisces. And there's one thing that Pisces is going to do is put people into circumstances and situations that will cause them to have empathy. Because they will want it themselves. And when they get into something that they, when they write a check their ass can't cash and nobody has any sympathy for them and that in itself hurt their feelings, that's when they'll understand empathy, sympathy, compassion. It's not until it hurt their feelings. It's not until it hurt their feelings that they'll get it. And we've had plenty of time to learn empathy. We always got Pisces season. And it's always a theme about empathy, compassion, understanding, sympathy. It's always some fast-moving planet going through the astrology sign Pisces. The main two things is going to teach is that empathy... And it's going to teach people where they don't have any boundaries because Pisces is boundless. So it's going to teach people where they don't have any boundaries. The first house, second house, third house, whatever it is. Wherever you have your Pisces natally, that's where you have to improve on your boundaries. And if you have Pisces in your second house, your boundaries need to be concerning money. If you have Pisces in your fourth house, you need to put um, boundaries on your family members. If you have boundaries in your sixth house, you got to put boundaries on your home and your work. Don't call you when you're at work. Don't call you after a certain time. When you Don't call you before a certain time. Turn the phone off. Train. You got to train people on how to treat you. You have Pisces in that second house. You need boundaries on relationships. All across the board, not just, you know, one-on-one relationships, you know, romantic relationships. No, all of them. Chad. It's going to be a shit show, y'all. So, now let's go ahead and go to my dream because I do want to get up and um, 
you know, I just thought of this. I'm going to tell y'all this, too. I'm going to give you another tip. I gave y'all a tip about the OTC, but I'm going to give y'all another tip. I do want to get up because I have to go to the Coinstar machine. Now, I have been um, organizing, but I've been organizing since 2020. And the reason why I'm still organizing in 2023 is because I still keep buying things. You know, so... I. <laughs> I've been doing good with not buying anything outside of what I need. So, excuse me, I've been stockpiling on what I need. So, in the process of me organizing, I found this jar that I have with change in it. A whole bunch of pennies and nickels. And and I thought to myself, first of all, I forgot all about it. Was it, it wasn't even on my mind. I wasn't thinking about it. And I thought to myself, why don't I take this thing to Coinstar, get the little money, whatever amount it is, and then take that money and put it in cryptocurrency? So I share that with you. You might have a change jar or a piggy bank that you weren't thinking about and completely forgot about. Maybe you made... um a money jar, like I made one, and I put some money in it and a cigarette, uh, I was getting ready to say a cigarette stick, chow, a cinnamon stick. And I took that thing out and I actually rinsed that jar out and I'm going to take that and add it to the coins and I'm going to buy some cryptocurrency with it. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. So I want to give you that tip. May have you some chain. There was a time where I was taking money and putting it in like a coat pocket or a jacket pocket. $20 or something like that. A couple of singles. Maybe I break a $20 bill at the store and I have some change. And I take that and tuck it into like a purse in the pocket of a purse. You know, it might end up being $7 or something, but... By the time I find it, I'll be like, oh, I forgot all about this here, $7. <laughs> so if you've done that and you forgot all about it, you can take that and put it into cryptocurrency. Okay? I just want to give y'all that tip. I'm definitely going to make my way to Coinstar today and see how much my little pennies and nickels added up to be. It's not a big old jar. But it it was a, and if I remember right, that's how long I've had the jar. I forgot all, I tucked it away and forgot all about it. But if I remember right, I had got jasmine rice that came in that jar. And when the rice was done, I decided to use it to put my pennies and nickels in. And that's what I did. I got a neighbor who had this big old jar. Of nothing but pennies, pennies, penny, penny. You and you want to know something? It wouldn't surprise me that if in that jar she have pennies from like the forties, because do you know that some of those, if they have errors on it, you can sell it, and it can be worth nine hundred dollars or ten thousand dollars or something like that. There's a man on TikTok who shows you the errors in the coins and how much it would be worth. 
So go through your pennies. I'm not going to go through my pennies because I'm not old enough to have pennies for the for, from the 40s. <laughs> I highly, highly, highly doubt that my Gen X self have pennies from the 40s and the 30s. I doubt it. But my neighbor is old enough to have pennies from that era. Now, because she's such a prick, I'm not telling her anything about it. But she could also take her little pennies to Coinstar and turn it into money. She she might have like $500 worth of pennies. This jar is so big. I, I wonder what the hell was in that jar to begin with. Which I'm sure she got a couple of hundred dollars in that jar. And she could take it and turn it into money and buy cryptocurrency with it. Am I going to tell her? No. Because she's a prick. No. I'm not. Got to remember Pisces and the boundaries. No. So there's that. Try to find your change jar if you forgot about it, honey. Okay? All right. So my dream was very interesting. Um... So it started off that I was at a football game, no, a basketball game, and I was sitting in the, I think they call it the box, which, you know, you are up above the crowd, and only certain people with a certain amount of money can go into these boxes, and a plus one, you know, these type of, so that's where I was sitting, and behind me, I had a bag, and in my bag, I had books and cell phones from different eras and batteries. Y'all remember years ago, you could open up your cell phone, it would, it would be a battery inside the back, and you drop it, the whole back will come off, and the battery will pop out. <laughs> You'd be lucky if the screen didn't crack. <laughs> but that's what was in the bag, and there were some books. There was one book in particular, and I remember it being brown, and I remember seeing the name of the book, but by the time I woke up, I didn't remember the name of the book. It's very significant, that's for sure. And if you ask me, it has something to do with spirituality. It wasn't a Bible. It was something else. So I had this bag um, with these things on it, and... We were waiting for the game to start, but there was like a little party happening um, on the basketball court. And it was all these people. And, of course, you had the basketball players and, you know, the groupies and then the fans and all of this stuff. And then two women walk in and they sit next to me. And they started playing Rihanna's song. Um, You can stand under my umbrella. You could stand under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, A, 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 under my umbrella. So I started singing along with it. And then the song changed to another um, Rihanna song. And so I started humming. And the girl said to me, one of them turned to me and she said, do you know if you were to practice, like really practice, you would sound good, and you would make it far. And my heart melted, and I thought to myself, 
Nobody has ever encouraged me like that. But then I really looked at the girl and realized that it was Rihanna herself. Her hair was all over the place. It was disgruntled. She had on no makeup. She had on a regular dress. It looked like one of those old navy dresses, summer dresses. And when she realized that I realized who she was, she got up and she walked away. And then her friend had went with her. And she seemed a little bit inebriated, which is to be expected because of what was going on on the basketball court. It was a little party going on. So then a guy comes in and he starts talking to me. Then all of a sudden it got dark on the basketball court. And I'm thinking, why is it dark on the basketball court? They need the light. So I'm looking to see what's going on. And there was orgies happening. It looked like a biblical... Sodom and Gomorrah happening on the basketball court. All mannerisms of things that God don't like. And I said, oh, I'm getting out of here. So the guy decided that he was going to leave too, but he was going to leave with me. And so we're walking, and I don't remember where I was walking to, but I was going to a destination. And he was talking to me about whatever it was that he was talking to me about. And then a child appears. And I'm saying, I know you, little boy. I know you. Uh, And I also, like, uh, intuitively knew that he had a whole lot of money. So I said, okay, come along, come with us. And so we're all walking and we're all talking. And then it dawned on me, like his father is deceased. So I'm like, well, you must not have a mother if he's following us. And I know that his father is deceased. So I'm going to take the child in so that he don't be homeless. And he needs to eat. He needs food. He has to eat. Then I got to the destination, wherever that was, I don't remember, but then I had woke up. So in real life, that little boy, and you might have saw about it on the shade room, if you follow the shade room, the little boy and his father, they were, I I believe, Mexican, and they would imitate, the little boy would imitate um, characters in movies, and he was really, really good, everybody, you know, enjoyed him. Well, not too long ago, his father had passed away. But this little boy was in my dream. And then Rihanna was in my dream. Oh, this is what me and the guy was talking about. It just came to me. We was talking about me studying astrology and how I have to stay in astrology. That's what the conversation was about. So uh, when I woke up, nevertheless, I was thinking about how there were celebrities in my dream. And the last time I had a dream with a celebrity in it, it was Jada Kiss. But this one was, it was very different. It was like two things going on at one time. 
And in my dream, now, I want y'all to know that I know Jada Kiss in real life. Like, I couldn't walk up to him, like, hi, you know, hug him, excuse me, stuff like that. Because before there was a locks, we knew each other. And he and I were going to date. But then I discovered that I was dating his friend and I wasn't going to be grimy and foul like that. So I wouldn't date him. Years and years and years and years and years and years and years went by. And there was an opportunity for us to date again. But previously, it was an acquaintance of mine who told me she was dating him and a situation came up and they stopped. She realized that he really didn't want to be with be with her. He didn't want no ties with her. And I was like, that's too much. Like, that's too much. That's too much. Then I saw him one night, me and my Hispanic friend, we was over there at the club on Castle Hill in the Bronx. (laughs) And we wanted to get something to eat after the club. So we had went to this diner and Jada Kiss was sitting outside talking to two girls. They was just sitting on the bench, just having a conversation. And my friend got all fan struck, and I was like, why? Like, why? And I said to her, you want me to introduce you to him? She said, yes. I said, oh, my God, girl. Then she goes, you know him? I said, yes. She said, oh, my God. So I said, pardon me, ladies, may I borrow him for like 60 seconds, just two minutes? And I told him to come, and he got up. And he came over and I was like, I just wanted to introduce you to my friend because she saw you sitting there. And she was so starstruck and he shook her hand. He was like, how you doing? And I said to him, I don't want to interrupt your, your conversation, but I just wanted to, you know, introduce you to her. And he said, okay, nah, no problem. And he had went and sat back down to his friends, you know, and whatever they was talking about, I have no idea. Um... Then another situation had came up. I was walking with my son's father, and I seen him, and he was looking at me like, I just want to be with this woman. I just want to be with her. It just never happened. You know, it wasn't meant to be. Um, yeah, so that, that part was that part. Um, so I had a dream with him in it, and in the dream, it basically told me that we've known each other in previous lifetimes, and... We'll meet each other again in the next lifetime. Um, And that's that's all I'm going to say about that dream, because there was more to it, but I don't want to. But when I woke up from that dream, oh, wait, so the other part of that dream was that um, it was time for me to meet my husband. And this was the time. This was around the time that I was telling y'all about an alignment that I saw in a chart where people were going to start meeting their soulmates. They were going to get engaged. They were going to get married or people was going to wake up one day and in a relationship and say, you know what? All of the effort that I put into this relationship and into this person is not worth it. And they were going to break up with the person. And that has been both things have been happening with, you know, amongst different people. So when I woke up from the dream, the first my first thought was, first of all, I'm not coming back into this earth. I already said I'm going to be an ancestor. My request is to be an ancestor or a tree because I need to rest. If I'm going to come back into this, 
earth. I'm going to be a tree. I want to rest. If I'm a work, you're going to make me an ancestor. But to reincarnate, if reincarnation actually exists, I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm not. Sorry. Pick me an ancestor. I'm a pick to be an ancestor. My request is ancestor. Then I said to myself, I don't want no husband. You ain't talking to me. I'm going on about my business. You know, going for a little walk. And a car pulls up. He honks his horn. He says, excuse me, I've seen you before. And I'm thinking, well, you must have seen me on the Black Girl Final Train. I said, so where'd you see me at? He said, oh, around here. You got a man? I was like, oh, I'm very comfortable. Like, I like being single, sir. Thanks. You know. And some people would say, you know, you're crazy. Why would you do that? Because I don't want it. I'm not interested in all of what relationships come with. Not at this time. Maybe not for the next 10 years. Y'all, y'all Gen X auntie is tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of people and they fuckery. I'm tired of the narcissistic family members. I'm tired of these ungrateful ass supervisors. I'm tired of the foolery that I keep seeing on the news concerning my people. I'm tired of people putting all of these responsibilities on me that don't belong to me. And I got to pull out an Uno card and say reverse back to sender, bitch. That's on you, not me. I know what my responsibility is. I'm tired of being blamed for every fucking thing. Because all responsibility is put on me that don't belong to me to fucking begin with. I'm tired of salaciousness. I'm tired of everything. And the only thing I want to do is whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, and however I want to do it. And better not nobody get in my fucking way. Your Gen X auntie is tired. I only want my responsibility for myself. That's it. I've given a lot of my time, which is my life, sacrificing for other people, helping other people, putting other people before me, putting other people's needs before me, putting other people's feelings before me, respecting other people's boundaries, but they don't have no respect for my boundaries, fighting motherfuckers off. Because they don't know how to let the fuck go. Whole grown ass adults. Some of them, I'm half of their freaking age. And I got to fight them the fuck off. You got these relentless ass people who think that they're entitled. And they're not. And when, and when they get mad, they got to, and they carry on, y'all. 
week after week, month after month, year after year. It's like they go in loops. Why the fuck? Why would you spend six months, nine months, two years getting trying to get somebody's fucking attention so you could get what you want? Who the fuck told you you was entitled to my attention to begin with? Who the fuck told you you was entitled to anything that had to do with me? My spiritual gifts, my access, my knowledge, my wisdom, my understanding, my, my spiritual team, God, my God. Who the fuck told you you was entitled to it? You're insufferable. And I'm tired of insufferable people. Why don't I want a husband? Those are the reasons why. But if you must remember just one thing, remember this. Gen X auntie is tired. And she's not working for anybody but herself, the good Lord, and my spiritual team. That's all I fucking got. That's all I got. I'm not bothering with nobody's low self-esteem, low self-confidence. You're hard-headed. You don't want to listen to wisdom. Bitch. Then a man's ego is so freaking fragile. And you carry on with the bullshit hours and days on end. No. I'm not going to not. Do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, and however I want to do it to protect somebody's fragile fucking ego. No. I'm going to get a cat. I'm going to get a cat. I'll probably get two. And I'm taking them on trips with me. We're going to have a whole TikTok. The Caribbean astrologer and her cats. They're so soothing and so peaceful. They help people with anxieties and depression. They see people with service dogs. Is that what they're called? I'm going to need a service cat. somebody you gotta learn a new person like no somebody new that you gotta learn all over again and I don't want to invest that type of energy I need my energy for when I take a nap I'm sorry I need my energy for when I got when I have to fight off an insufferable human being I need my energy for Neptune and Aries for this war and this spiritual warfare. Mm -mm. We could come together in prayer because I know that's what God wants. Other than that, I don't. I kept it pushing too. Sure did. Sure did. Well, uh, something I'm also remembering, um, 
Rihanna asked me what was my name in my dream, and I said the Caribbean astrologer. Y'all know I was thinking about changing that. But since it came out in my dream, I'm going to leave it that way. Why didn't I tell her my name? Why did I say the Caribbean astrologer? Whatever's coming for me, it's going to be big. Because I keep having these dreams with celebrities in it. So I'm going to stay on a path of astrology. Network it a little bit more. Do a little bit more. I'm going to study some more too. I think I'm pretty decent at it, but I want to do better. I want to do better. So that's where I'm at with all of that. That was a very interesting dream. The dreams have been quite interesting lately. Um, and something that I notice as well is when I have a dinner that's, I'm, I'm going to call it meatless meals. Meatless Meals. I'm not going to put a label on it like uh, plant-based or Presbyterian or vegan. I'm not going to put that on it because I know I'm going to have cheese and I know I'm, I'm going to have my little milk and I'm going to have my butter. I know that. So I'm just going to call it meatless meals. And when I can concoct something that I think works and that's inexpensive, because that's the thing, when you're buying organic foods, Fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, it is expensive. So how can we make a meatless meal that's not going to cost us $125, you know, just for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I'm going to eat eggs, too. So meatless meals, I'm working it out. But what I notice is, if I don't eat meat for my dinner, when I go to sleep, these dreams are something different. They're clearer. They're clearer. And I'm also noticing something else, that the premonitions that I'm getting are starting to look like 3D. It's starting to look like 3D. So I encourage you to have a meatless meal. I start off with one meal from out of the week. Because that's how I'm starting off. Now, I love a good bacon cheeseburger deluxe. I love a porterhouse steak. I just... How can I not have a steak? How can I not have a bacon cheeseburger with a toasted broche bun? How? How can I not have ham on Thanksgiving? How? How can I not? I'm a New Yorker. I'm, I'm going to need Uck to make me a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. How could I not have bacon? <laughs> so, 
I know my blood type and because of my blood type, I have to have steak. God told me I have to eat steak sometime. And my spirit told me I have to drink wine sometimes. He said it's for my stomach. Notice I said he. So I'm going to give me some wine today. And I love a supermarket wine. If you follow me over on Instagram, y'all know I love supermarket wine. <laughs> like a soccer mom. Even though I don't have no small children or small children in soccer. Yeah, the supermarket wine. <laughs> I'm definitely going to pick me up a bottle of that supermarket wine today. Okay. But I'm starting off with a meatless meal, one dinner, one day out of the week, till I get to a place where I can do it five days a week. A meatless dinner five days a week. So that's my goal for now. Start off with one dinner, one day a week, and work my way up to five days, well, five dinners, you know, for the week. All right, you guys, I'm going to go ahead because I had y'all on here for almost two hours and it is almost one o'clock in the afternoon and I need to get to this coin star, this coin star. I'm going to get these little coins, these little pennies together, honey. Get me some supermarket wine and get some stuff from the market while I'm at it. I've been thinking about Target for the longest time. The weather here today, when I turned on, well, when I looked on my phone, it said eight degrees feel like zero. So I got to actually go and dig up my hat, scarf, and gloves. Excuse me, before I get on up out of here and make my way to the coin star child. I think it was Texas who have negative 35 degrees. They had a crazy power outage and storm. I don't think I would ever live in Texas. And I think that I will only visit, visit Texas during the warm weather, spring, summer, and fall. But winter, I'm not visiting Texas. You might get caught up in a storm and can't get home. This is like the second storm this year for Texas. Then you got Ron DeSantis, is that his name, DeSantis? Whatever, he doing all of what he doing. That's upsetting God. That's upsetting Mother Nature. He doing the ultimate most and tearing up the state. You got to be right with God. You, you got to... What's the point in having a pastor pray during inaugurations if you're not going to follow something that God said. I, if I lived in Texas, I'd be moving out. They had that last power outage. I remember Tammy Roman did a video about the roof of her house and it was completely caved in in her Texas house. It took complete damage. And people were showing everything. I was like, nah. I knew from then. Mm -mm. 
And I wouldn't move to Atlanta either. Mm-mm. I remember God talked about Atlanta for a while, a couple of years ago. And he was saying that people need to move out of Atlanta because of what he was getting ready to do to the state. And it was a lot going on too, sure enough. Y'all, let me tell y'all something about the spiritual realm as a prophet. Now, I'm not going to talk about the needle job. Tell me something as a prophet. God sends angels, a number of angels all throughout the earth. And there's four major ones on the four corners of the earth, north, south, east, and west. And they know when to hold things back and when to remove whatever they're going to remove. And that causes the earth to go through what it goes through. Natural disasters being one. This is where we see mudslides, flooding, uh, sinkholes. this weather. Yes, harp has something to do with it. They wouldn't do it without God's permission. God have to allow it. So on top of having these angels on the four corners of the earth, we have angels over states. We have angels and demons over states. And there are angels and demons over cities. And there are angels and demons over towns or villages. So you go from the highest ranking of angels and demons to the lowest ranking of angels and demons. And what our carnal mind cannot see are these angels and demons unless you're spiritually inclined. So there's certain blessings and there's certain curses that are over villages, towns, cities, states, and the earth. So when you're a president, a mayor, a governor, a prime minister, what you do actually will give a degree of permission to those angels and demons. It's like coming into agreement unbeknownst to you. And when you come into agreement and you make contracts with these demons, you're sinning against God. Unbeknownst to you. Yes, a person can grieve God's heart not knowing that they've grieved God's heart. This is why repentance is preached so much. Forgiveness. You have to forgive others and you have to seek other people's forgiveness as well. Whether they accept your forgiveness or not has nothing to do with you. You just make sure you're in as good of a standing as you can possibly be with God. You ever, you ever notice how some people don't, regardless of what's going on in the world, 
nothing impacts them, they don't even know that is going on. I'll use myself as an example. The last recession that we had, I never noticed. What I did notice was those low prices. And I was buying jewelry because I knew that there would come a time where I would be able to sell that jewelry and make a profit on that jewelry. What I knew was that food was lower in prices, which was good for me because I was poor. So for a recession to be had and I'm poor and never even noticed, you can't tell me that that wasn't God covering me. He didn't want me to know. So DeSantis is doing all mannerism of things that he's coming into agreement with these territorial demons, whether he know he's doing it or not. And these demons are causing these things to happen. In order for him to, to slow it down at least, it was he would have to he would have to have a conversation with God and he would have to make a public announcement, which he would never do. A public announcement to apologize and to ask people to forgive him and to make try to fix his wrongs. He'll never do that. So because I know about these things, I would never move to Texas. I'll visit, but I wouldn't move. Hong Kong is advertising that they're giving people free plane tickets to visit Hong Kong. Totally switching subjects. Then I'm going to head out. They're giving free plane tickets to people because they're looking for some tourists to come in and spend money. Spend money. They need to stimulate their economy. But they're the same ones that have the protests going on with the Apple um, warehouses and the warehouse workers and trapping people inside of their buildings and won't let them out. People dying in the building won't allow people to go to the supermarket to buy food. They got AI drones flying around and little ones walking. Talk about go inside. They still got the, the, the Rona restrictions going on. And you want to say, come over here. I'm giving free plane tickets. Now you're not finna trap me. I got enough going on in the city that I'm in. Because the, the, the migrants is here saying that they want to be put up in multi-million dollar penthouses and throwing away perfectly good, fresh food. Fighting and carrying on. Meanwhile, again, SSI check, Section 8, Medicaid, Medicare, SNAP EBT food stamps. I think that the United States needs to take care of the veterans, the homeless, and the elderly first. And the disabled. Take care of them first. I thank y'all for spending all this time with me while I had a little chit-chat. I do feel a little bit better because I had some stuff on my mind this morning. Um, so I hope my stories, <laughs> I think I'm going to change it from chit-chat to story time. <laughs> hope my stories have 
you know, helped you and answer your questions that you've had on your heart. Hope you've learned much and gleaned much from this podcast. Don't forget to press the follow button. You can follow me and subscribe here on the podcast, on TikTok, Pinterest, my blog, and YouTube at The T-H-E Caribbean Astrologer. Until next time, you guys. Shalom.